0: Salutations, everybody. It's time for another episode of Bald and Bingeable. I'm D'Angelo, and I'm here to take you through an auditory journey through all the things of pop culture that you consume. The stuff you are insatiable for, the stuff you find truly bingeable. You guys, I guess is the most juicy Toronto's diva darling. From magazine covers to Candidate's Drag Race to Super Bowl ads, you guys, Super Bowl. What? Millions and millions and millions of people have seen this face with little snakes on top of it, and y'all have seen this face in this booty dancing in the clubs. So, without further ado, with Tainomi Banks
1: yeah 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 it's me oh,
0: <laughs> yes it is and she took us to church all of a sudden just like right there and this is like sunday it is sunday, sunday. It it is sunday. I the I lord know. is here <laughs> revealing the, the mask behind the curtain so you guys i don't wake up early for anybody but i wake up early for some Tainomi banks and so i know i know i like have been hawking her since the beginning of this podcast before we had first episode out and i was like i need this one on and it's just you got a light okay like that's like that's the thing and like you got so much heart i met you at um dragcon.
1: best it was the best time i met you and it was instant friendship like you were so cool i loved, <sighs> just love meeting you i so. know uh, it, it was just like um so our friends tommy
0: tommy welsh yes tom, tom and mitch <laughs> tom and mitch the, the writer and, and the golden boy like and um you were hanging out with it was like it was the Brooklyn. Oh, it's there with Brooklyn. Yeah, Brooklyn. And Mark. And Mark, Mark Andrew Smith. Yeah, Andrew Smith. That little genius. Yeah. That little, like, yeah, like he has, like, his, you guys, look at Mark Andrew Smith on Instagram and look at the pictures and the creativity
1: that he has, you guys. And so, and a lot of your stuff. Yeah. So, so I'm lucky to be living with a stylist. I've made him my creative director. And, uh, So just things I don't need to really think about. He has great ideas, and he's like, "Let's just do this," and it's like it's fun to just try things out and execute them. It's so good. It's it's like a story. Everything's a story, you know. (laughs)
0: Exactly. (laughs) I was like, I was so like this morning. I like I woke up earlier, and I was just kind of um, you know how we just kind of get into like little uh, portals, and I binge. That's why my show is called bingeable. You know what I mean? Like we we. I dive into things and this morning I was just like all up inside of your Instagram. And so like I was just kind of like and I and I'm and I've like looking at things and I was like, oh, I like this one already, but I want to like it again. Like it was like that kind of moment, you know. <laughs> like yeah. those kind of little spirals. And I just kind of wanted to beef myself up even more because I had like little questions here, but I think a lot of those I'm gonna go out the door just because I just I'm gonna just enjoy our time together. So <laughs> um, and I noticed that he was actually the guy who um was your creative director and styled you for the um, now Toronto. That oh yeah. Now a
1: magazine. He uh, we yeah. That was like so. It, it was so funny because it was just supposed to be an article, and they were like, "Hey, let's make you the cover." So he literally had this idea, and he sent it to the seamstress, and then all of a sudden, it came back like three days later, and it looks phenomenal. Like just a red, like this red beautiful power body red, suit, body with, suit like, with, with, with the, the harnesses. Harness, and- yeah.
0: Right. And the big
1: hair. I was like living life.
0: Yeah, in the middle, uh, in the middle of, of uh, the cover and everything. I told you, you got a light. And so the thing is, and they were like, oh, you weren't supposed to have the cover, but like we're gonna give it to this bitch. Because even <laughs> when I was scrolling through the article, I was like, there's another picture of Tainomi. There's a, like this is the one. She is the one. So <laughs> um, uh, I'm having fun. I'm happy. I'm glad that you are because it's just like you you need to be because somebody with your caliber of talent, like you got the goods, you got the talent, you got the look and everything. And then when these these opportunities keep beating you and you keep rising to them, it's good to see. Like it was it was really shocking to see you in the Wealth Simple
1: ad like that that aired on the, the Super You Bowl. were shocked. Even when I did it, I was still shocked when it came out. I was like, holy, like getting presented, like, you know, getting asked to do that. I'm just like- what are what are the odds in this whole world like because sometimes you know i have my moments where i'm like shit like what am i doing and everything you know like those are the moments. we all do we all do and it's and it's perfectly normal to have those moments but also when you're ready communicate them and i have to i didn't obviously Ontario's going through stuff so we all have like the same feeling of like oh my god when is it over Uh so I don't complain too much out loud about things because pretty much it's the same complaints to people yeah so when these moments happen and these opportunities I'm so grateful for them and I it's just I'm just happy I'm I'm happy that I this whole year I'm able to like my resume is still like getting stacked up and with high quality um collaborations and partnerships with these brands I'm very very happy it's so
0: good it's it's just (laughs) so good because the thing is and it's it's consistent enough too that you keep dropping into people's psyche you know what I mean like um that show that little show drag race that I think a pump I think a few guys know what it's called it's called RuPaul's Drag Race it was like a whole thing you guys and like um She was on the first season when it was in Canada last year. And so, and y'all had, you guys had some adversities. And the thing is, and you guys are rightly so to have your dark moments because you guys were given this like, Whoa, you know, this platform. And then all of a sudden this pandemic happens and it's like, wait a second. So all the shit that I'm planning, because we had something on the books together. Yeah, we were going to yeah. move forward I with something.
1: Something, Yeah, I was supposed to uh, perform mm-hmm. at a brunch or something with you. And I was going to fly yeah. down.
0: Do like two weeks after it started too. Cause I was like, she's going to be on this. And I told my client and it was like, it was, like, and then it was like everything shut down. I was like, oh, oh, okay. But you've managed to just kind of keep on dropping these like little 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 a super bowl spot is little y'all but like you keep dropping these moments and it's so good because it's just like keep yourself in that forefront because when things open up you you're just gonna take off like we know this
1: um you it's it's a i don't want to say challenge but it's just like a daily thing like you're just reminded of things to be thankful for and just try try to stay positive and i'm not you know, like obviously people have different ways of dealing with things but like just deal with those things that's Mm -hmm. that's what helped um and yeah i've had dark moments like i have a roommate so he's like he's ready to call me a bitch really (laughs) yeah (laughs) um yeah no but i'm the super bowl thing was so exciting and then i launched my um collaboration with black lives matter in canada when i I was selling the shirts with blm and merch um, merch merch you guys go get those shirts yes um if anyone's listening it's banks dot com and uh if anybody's listening girl you're here everybody <laughs> is listening <laughs> oh if anyone is listening everybody's listening
0: honey
1: yes so <laughs> i know i've just been happy and you know what's been great we haven't had a bad wit- like a really severe winter here So I know the Lord's watching us because like he's giving us more sunny days than cold ones. So that's like our our winter wasn't like depression. You know, people usually get winter depression. Yeah. I didn't think I felt any of that this year.
0: That's good. Like I remember, um, I grew up on the east coast of the United States. You're on the east coast of Canada, for those of you guys, and so, and you're actually you're in the cold. You're kind of like in that uh, that New York winter right now. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, we we share that a little bit. <laughs> so I I remember I live in San Diego now. So I just kind of I I have really some nerve complaining about like the weather when it's <laughs> when it's not great here you so, know? I've been here for a while so I was just in LA that weekend just to just to kiki with the people and so and I just and I end up and you know like we always know people like you like we were just saying you know like at dragcon because that was funny too because when we met and it was just like, oh, this person's cool. And then everybody was coming up to you. Everybody knew Tainomi. We're waiting for a drink. Hey, there's somebody else come and take a picture. And it was just like, goodness, you can't walk. And then the next day when you went without drag, it was just like, you were parting through the crowds, you were dipping and diving, just kind of like, oh, no, we're, we're not doing this today. We're just gonna go, <laughs> the two opposites. So I was like, these are people that I could
1: be with. <laughs> Like, yeah, I, I don't know. It's so fun when when you are in drag, you prepare for everything and then out of drag, no time, you're with your friends and you guys were so cool. And I was only there for the weekend. Right. So I'm just mm-hmm. like, you just get what I need to do. Like, I'm just no bullshit, but try to be nice about it. Yeah. Okay. I have a random question.
0: This is like so random. So, um, about social media, because you know, it's one of those things that that we love and we hate, <laughs> what was it like getting your blue check mark? Cause you all of a sudden, I remember when it popped up, and I was like, "Oh, she got a blue check mark!" And I know that's like a
1: weird thing. Okay, so what it was? It tell us, tell us, tell us. It drama. It was drama because uh, before the show, I was like, "I need a blue check mark." <laughs> like <laughs> before I applied, I was like, "How do I get this blue check mark?" And then well, last
0: I- week I was like, "I need a blue check mark." I was
1: driving my car, and I was like, "I earned one." No, <laughs> it changes everything about you, uh, and uh, like I stopped getting those weird messages messages uh sometimes I get hate messages but like when I say like random it's like light light lightly I don't get like that's good because this fandom can be ravaged like which is really stupid but um yeah I, 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 I just changed like it just makes you feel obviously professional but what you could do with your platform um it gets pushed to the front page and everything just so everything so me getting that check before all the girls, before Priyanka, before Lemon, before it felt so fucking hype, excuse my language. It felt so nice because like, I just been doing this for so much longer than anyone. So like to just actually get it before everyone, it meant something more to me. Mm -hmm. It just felt like, they're like, here you go first. And the show didn't, the show didn't do it for me because like right when we got in the show, Drag Race is supposed to do it for you. So Uh my publicist was like, hey, how did you do this? I was working on it, but you got it. And I got it like three weeks before the other girls. So I felt so cute. (laughs) You're
0: like, I told you, I told you, who was I? Who is it? Who is she? I think, I mean, it does, it does give you a new, a a new level of like, um, you know what I mean? Behind your name and behind like the whole thing. Was it, did you, did you actually apply for it yourself? Did you do like the whole thing and went into your settings and, and did that or how did it come about?
1: Yeah, so I tried to do that 17 times and it wouldn't, mm-hmm. wouldn't go through. Then my manager was like, you know what? I know a friend. I know of a friend. Let me just mention something. So he did that like a, a month out. And then all, all of a sudden, one day, the drag race people were like, hey, the next step is we're going to get you all verified so everyone knows. And we're like, okay. And then I got it like the next day. And then they were like, whoa, who did this for you? I don't even know. Anyways, it was a blessing. I didn't even look into it. I was like, do not take my blue check mark away. It's mine uh-huh. And um, I got it just before all the children on the show. And I loved it. Okay. So, yeah. And then I noticed
0: something else in your social needs this week. Because um, you just posted that photo dump and you're using Cookie Kauai. Oh. Okay. And so I didn't know. You must be feeling her as well. Because, like, okay, so if you guys don't know Cookie Kauai, this is gonna this is going to be on your, like, trend watch and everything else. She is, like, TikTok,
1: house, mm-hmm.
0: bounce.
1: Billions of views on and listens on that song. If I back it up, you t- back it. yeah. So I'm gonna drop it in. If I back it up, is it fast enough? When I throw it back, is it fast enough? If I speed it up, think you handle that? You ain't ready for this work now. Watch me don't it,
0: don't it, throw it. That's hey, 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 hey. but for like a second, because I don't wanna get yeah. sued. But, okay, so it's wonderful. And you posted that. And then when I just kind of randomly
1: clicked on her name, you're on her timeline. I was actually in shock because I, when I heard that song, it was like two summers now ago. Uh It was last summer, girl. It has not been that long. Oh, so sorry. Uh
0: (laughs) Like like it was, 2020 feels like 20 years.
1: (laughs) Quantum leap. Uh, uh, Yeah, no, when I heard it, I saw like people doing videos to it so i put it in my story and then one day she liked it and i was like oh like you're really amazing and she literally like just talked to me back she's like oh my god thank you for that she goes you know she goes it sucks that covid's happening so like someone like her it's so beautiful to just like that check mark helps you get connected like you get, a, get that like, attention and just like whatever i would have been in the mix but like i actually got to have like a a relatable conversation with her like even though because i placed her on a pedestal like beyonce like that song's amazing i'm like she's going places but Mm -hmm. she's feeling the effects of covid she's like she literally was like i'm in my house like just chilling i wish i was on tour and stuff like that and so like we we i think instantly had this bond right there and so two days ago i was like photo dump uh, let me just like video dump like do this and i messaged her i was like hey i heard this song it's not a real song but like where can i find it she literally was like oh my god yeah here you, here you go and i posted it and she sent me the most beautiful message she's like i was feeling so low today and you literally just brightened up my like you just changed my mood thank you so much and then she, she posted me on her on her ti- on her timeline on her post i love that like, so much i feel like we're besties and we don't know yet <laughs> <laughs> Look at that bridge, like you, because
0: you know that. Because I mean, we're gonna hold out hope and everything else. Because when these pride festivals come around, and everything else, you know that you're gonna find a stage with her. There's gonna be some main stage, some hip hop stage somewhere that you two are gonna
1: be on. Can I tell you something she just said today? Hmm. <laughs> because I, she's like, "Hey, looking for dancers for this video." I'm like, "Bitch, I wish I was there." She's like, "Girl, don't wor- you worry. I have this house." Ball song that I really feel like you'd be good for. I'm like, wait, you're gonna actually consider me? And she's like, fully considering you. Like, imagine if this actually happens. I'm in one of her videos. Do you understand? I'm gonna eat so much bread, so much food, <laughs> and my bumps so jiggly and nice, so I could go crack <laughs>
0: you have to prepare like she prepares wigs she prepares booty she prepares <laughs>
1: like everything i need a slow-mo, need a slow-mo going clinks clink, 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 clink. i need my mom just going off to one of her tunes i love this this is like that's
0: awesome like you know because it's just seeing people that i mean because right now that really is where we're at Is just like okay this person has content you have to you know who are you going to be with this week who is going to, you know, help push yourself along. But when you find a genuine connection with
1: somebody who's actually going to be cool and nice about it, oh, it's so good. No, I cannot wait. The day I get to meet her and like, oh my God, it'd be, yeah. I don't know. I just think she's amazing. Her music's so, so, such a mood. Like you could put on a song and it just changes your mood right away. It gets you dancing.
0: I've been in this mood lately too, because I've just... You know, we um, we miss being in the nightclubs and all that kind of a thing. I miss just like random afternoon tea dances, like to house music with friends. That's my thing right now is that that's what I'm missing. And so like her music evokes that, that kind of a spirit of just like dance where you are and just have like your own like little dance party. Like that. that's what I do love about her. And so just that whole vibe is just, mm, and the fact that... I mean, cause I did see that she's, she's asking for like girls to be in that music video. And it was just like, and I was thinking, oh, Tainomi needs to be in this. And I was like, wait, Tainomi's next video on this, on this, <laughs> on this link right now. And I was like, she knows her. It's going to happen. So I hope it happens. So, okay. Did you go to school for dance? Did you go um, to call Like, what was what, your training in?
1: Oh my God. That's so funny. Um, I'll give you a funny, uh. Dump. uh so i was in school like i didn't even know how to dance i was like two-stepping like <laughs> <and close. laughs> um so when i was in high school i joined like a step team and um and it was two vocalists so there was a song um, i get so lonely yes. yeah Bradley jackson right but yeah it was, it was a step and we One did the best videos ever
0: too Right, the, the break it down, break, and then t- tie comes off. The shirt opens up, and then
1: uh, like yeah. Okay, we had a moment. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I got guys, I got carried away. But Janet and that song, oh my god. So we had a step team, and then it turned into like a booty house dance team. That's what we called it. And then I joined the the drama club, and then I was in musicals. And so I just picked up things from different people. So I never mm-hmm. went over dance because I think. Not that my, it's, it's, it's different. Not my, my parents weren't like strict in that way. They just wanted a better, a good, a great life for me. And so my choices in dance and stuff like that, they didn't see it as like, okay, like, you're not going to school for dance. You need to like, go get like a real job. And that's what they called it. Right. And mm-hmm. So I tried to live that path. And I don't know, I, I went to school for PR but I always danced like if it was at the club if it was in a little club I always stayed with dance it's when I graduated from college for PR uh, university for uh, PR which is public mm-hmm. relations I um, had a great job at doing event planning but like as my hobby I would go to these dance classes and then one job took me the, the fuck out like it was so depressing it was in a basement office no light I was wearing shirt and tie like shirt and tie I looked like I was 40 and I was 20 like 20 like 21 so I don't know Just I did it for a year and I couldn't I couldn't anymore like I literally was depressed I was it was not my vision and this is when I like I was out to only some people but I told my mom was gay once and it didn't even go well and then I didn't talk to her for a year so like at the end of the year it was a, a healing so I we, me and my mom patch everything up. We are best friends. She supports everything I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and she just wanted the best for me. And that's what it is. Your parents just want the best for you. And that's my situation. My mom never was, she's always a supporter of LGBT and my life and everything like that. And she just wanted me to have the best life and not to be hurt by anyone else. And so after I fixed all that, I literally <laughs> stopped that job, and I went to a dance team, um, learned choreo, learned all this stuff, we did contests, uh, we were music videos, then something, I thought I wanted to go back to school and I don't know how this happened. I found drag, <laughs> it was so funny how it happened. I was dancing for like drag queens and stuff of like that. And then one day my friend was like, hey, I need help at a club, Need this. Uh, I need to fill it in. Like, can you do, it? but it needs to be dancers. So uh-huh. can you drag for me? And I'll find the next week, I'll find someone to replace you. And I'm like, you know what? You're my great friend. I'll do this for you. Went, paid to get my face done. Big mistake. Great. Uh, great <laughs> mistake.
0: <laughs> did you Mac- go to like a? Did you go to makeup counter at like like Macy's? Like where'd you no, go? I
1: actually, <laughs> I, I actually had someone uh, from Mac who was a performer at the clubs already. So they did my makeup that day, and I performed, and literally never looked back again. It the drag, I have to say, saved my life. What did what did it turn on? Like what, cause, cause
0: I, I talked about this before, like with um, I've had a dominatrix on and then, you know, being a dancer myself, like I, like when I do nightclub stuff and then um, also another guy, uh, Jeremy Lucido was on earlier, you know, and the thing is, is in, I would say that like, our personalities are generally kind of um a little bit more reserved and a little bit more laid back. We're chill. We're just, whatever, but then the moment that you put on that costume, the moment you put on that little bit of armor, there's something that's, that that clicks. And so what, what was that for you? Like, when did it click?
1: It's, uh, I would describe drag as a Sailor Moon transformation. <laughs> oh no, she just spinning in the air, ding! Yeah, and then just <laughs> hair, face, body, and just a full transformation. There is a light that literally, ignites, switches on, however you describe it. Sasha Um, Fierce, Sasha Fierce. Like when Beyonce described her personality, like how she's another character, Uh that's exactly that description. I don't know, when I get on that stage and I look the way I do and the lights hit my skin, I am glowing and you need to see me and I know you need to see me. I picture everyone else as, as empty vessels and I'm filling them up with light and love and everything. That's how it feels. I love that. Do you get nervous still? Yeah, but it's in a fun way. <laughs> like it's like oh my god. I get like excited nervous. Uh-huh. So like oh my god. Like I'm about like definitely I'm going to get nervous when I have actually my first big show back because yeah. It's, I'm not I'm, I usually perform 5 times a week, so it's like it was like just you know like every day it is breathing. So it's going to be
0: it's going to be new again.
1: Yeah, so I'm going to be like oh my god, my first show. Like I'm literally going to get emotional. Um but I love the stage. I love people giving me attention it's so it feels just so empowering and and now with my platform like I like the moment I say something people actually are listening and like they love that
0: that's awesome that's like that's great because now and you have the goods to back it up so it's like you're out there. You turn into Sailor Moon, and then you're like, "Let me, let me, let me tell you something as well." Black lives matter, and this is why. <laughs> like, and it's just like, like you know what I mean? Like, you have this platform. It's like, this is like, that's awesome. Like, I love that. Um, where did you end up going to school? Where did you go to college?
1: Well, I went to college at. Uh, it's called the Durham U- Dur- Is it Durham University? UIT. Dur- U-
0: U- F- she don't even know anymore. It's been a long time,
1: <laughs> like twenty years. So I know it was in Oshawa, and it was a uh, yeah. Oshawa, Oshawa, the university out there in Oshawa, guys,
0: sorry, nice. where, so where have you lived? Have you lived anywhere else? Have you lived in the States ever?
1: No, um, I've just like, <laughs> it's so weird. Uh, I was very mama's boy. So I was never trying to pick up and leave too far from home. So I lived in different places in, uh, Toronto. So like downtown, and then we go further East, which is gets more country mm-hmm. as you go along. But now it's been like over 20 years. So like every city pretty much. Um, yeah. And then like, I, have I have spent summers in Montreal. I used to, uh, perform there during all the summer stuff. So I moved there one summer for like three months. Um, do you speak I, French? No. And every time I gave myself a goal to learn, and then I just never, it's it. hard. It, it is. It's, like, it's when I'm hard. There, like a few things that I would learn and then just forget. And then the next summer I learn again. And it's mm-hmm. like, when you meet a, a fucking French man and you're ready to like slam it up, like mm-hmm. it's a, it body language. <laughs> you
0: understand, you understand. <laughs> like No means no in every language, yes means go in every language. Like, <laughs> okay. I know that you spent time in Mexico. So, and like, cause that, that's like, that's I think in, is in Puerto Vallarta, is that where you were? Yes, because yeah, um, because you got bears that follow you like and it's very funny because when I was like looking at like who like follows and I was like, oh, you know, James, you know, you know, Barnaby's daddy, you know, what I mean, like, you know, uh, these people. And I was like, how do you know all these? And then I was like, oh, Puerto Vallarta, that's why Puerto Vallarta is like
1: all of the bears also. <laughs> I don't want to say it was a phase, but like, it's so funny because I went through this thing where I was like oh, my God, bears need to slam me. I want to suck bear's dick. I need di- bears all over me. Um, bears, bears, bears. Yeah, for a long time. But, like, look at me. Like, I'm, like, <laughs> there's, bears are, the bear community is weird because it's, like, they, they'll they find me sexy, and I can feel that, but then they just, like, date each other. It's, like, such a clicky kind of thing. So it's, like, kind of weird.
0: Um, it's because they know that they're going to both eat, and they look at you, and they're, like, she might not eat a lot.
1: I eat, I eat <laughs> So much. Jesus, COVID has like t- turned my body into like, you know, like a dumpling almost. Uh, she's, she's juicy. She's <laughs> juicy. She's <laughs> gonna make that ass tap in the cookie mm. video. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, no, so so the bears love me. Um my my the, I have to thank a misconception, um, a dry queen performer who performs there longer than me when i wanted to go down and i was like so nervous and i didn't know if i should make that move literally she was like you know what girl i got you went to the hotel for me like i was in toronto she went to the hotel i performed at i was like mm-hmm. you need to book this girl and i like, literally set up my uh my my uh photos for their magazine got posters made did everything before i even got there and so and i'm happy she like believed in me enough and that's been like what seven years performing there now like so i just go wow. every. February, March, I, I, and I stayed there for two months and performed. That's fun. And so, and you're, you're down there with Miss Tammy Brown. Oh my God, that time was the best. She's, she said she will never go back, but she said the best thing about the truth was meeting me. <laughs> oh, that's good. I
0: love that. Because I think I met her through you at, at that yeah. drag con. And it was like, I was like, because you guys knew each other through Mexico. So wait, so was that show like kind of like a, a beat, like just one show a night or were you doing a couple shows? Like how did that work?
1: Mm-hmm, two shows a night. Um, and it's different there. Like for Drag Race Girls, I totally understand why Tammy wouldn't go. It's, and it, it was just the hotel and I won't, I won't, I won't bad talk this hotel, but the hotel was very like, didn't get like, they are like, we don't care if you're on drag race. When you come here, you were going to walk the beaches, promote your your show and make sure you bring people in. They didn't help us do anything. Some of the drag race goes like, no boo. No. Like you do my promo, which a lot of other places do. So, and I guess being a young person who hustled, I just, I took my, especially being black there was like barely any black people <laughs> on that, mm-hmm. on that beach. So me being my little speedos pumping up and down and looking pretty with my, some type of color hair. I'm like, hi, you coming to my show? They're like, you do drag. I'm like, yeah, it's like the transformation. And they're like, people just came to see like, not even me dance. Sometimes they just wanted to see like, okay, you're going to be this. What's character. the magic. Where's the yeah. magic. <laughs> you see me and Sheldon and like, there's two different people there. Uh-huh yeah so that's
0: fun though that you got to like that that you had that experience because it's it's very behooving people to like if you're if you're a performer and if it's just not cranking for you in a certain way you'll always find that like that path you know like back in um back in the day I actually did theme park work Mm, at Hershey Park (laughs) (laughs) I was a stage manager for a year and the thing was is and it was like um it was in the middle of college and it was just something that I needed to kind of get out of my system, you know, and it was like nothing else was happening, nothing, no other doors were unlocking. And so I got a job with this company out of New York City that was, they were a production company that did shows in Atlantic City and they also did shows in like Hershey Park and like some other different, you know, very box, you know, like we're going to put together a music box show of music from the sixties and seventies. And here's eight dancers, two swings, you know, the leads and that kind of a thing. And so. I um, got into it like that. And the thing was is, and I was a brand new dancer, like as as you were, my parents didn't so much, um, they understood the theater part and just by begrudgingly, you know, but the whole, you know, me being a dancer was like, that's not the path for you. So I never got those formal training. So then when I eventually started, you know, looking and seeking and I was old enough to drive myself to the location and get myself into the class, I found myself in these theme park shows. And so I originally thought that I was gonna get a job in Atlantic city. And it was like, oh, I got a dance job in Atlantic city. I was like, yes. And then like three days before I was supposed to go, somebody dropped out of a show in Hershey park and it was their stage manager. And it was, um, you did five shows a day, six days a week. And so, and the stage manager just needed to know dance, needed to know musicality because like cues and things like that happened on them. And plus they wanted somebody who, that could speak the language of the dancers. So I ended up getting this job and I would never do it again. Just, you know, like, (laughs) like, you know, some people because, you know, but it was like it. It gave me that chutzpah, that something that you need to like go out there and just bring your own audience in and to make your show what you need to make it because we're at a theme park, you know what I mean? So people, you're going to get the people who are going to show up anyways, just because they want to see the Hershey Park Follies because this tap dance, Fosse-esque kind of a show. It was a mess, girl, but it was so much fun for that summer. Um, Okay, here's my funny story. I'll give you one funny story from it and then I'm going to keep asking you questions. Okay, so we had um, all the girls were in these costumes that were these leotards that had like a little dress made onto them and this is right when Br- when Britney had the to those who they gang like the whole Br- the Pepsi commercial hey. and so and remember how it was like that um, tie-dye kind of a bodysuit? so that's what these girls were wearing because the same girl who came up with that tie-dye came right from the Britney set and made these costumes. So they were elevated costumes and these girls had a dress, they had that on as one layer, then they had a tight ass bodysuit on for like dance a dan the shadow. And then they had another suit on top of that. So you are underdressed to the gods because this show is a half hour long. It runs 30 minutes. It's on off. You are dancing three tracks in the show. You are under costume because you are boom boom boom. Will you dance and you have five shows a day and you eat in the middle of the day. It was taco Tuesday and somebody's getting their taco salads. Well, one of our dancers, this one girl, um, we'll call her Erin, that might be her real name, but whatever. Um, So (laughs) Erin got her taco salad and like everybody else. And now it's the final show of the day. And the orchestra starts and she's standing there next to me and she's going, I got a shit, I got a shit. I got a shit so bad. And I was like, you've not made your entrance three times. You will totally get written up today. So she's, okay. So music starts and she goes out there and everybody, she tells the other girls, she's like, don't kick so high. I can't kick very high today. So like they were like half up, you know, they were supposed to be doing full on, you know, bop my leg, leg up to the ear. These legs were maybe at their knee. And so she's like, and the next number comes on and I'm just seeing this girl and she's progressively getting more sweaty. Her hair is getting more disheveled. And like, and the next layer comes off the next layer and then it's final so it's been 30 minutes she has danced the whole show she's had four costumes on she is now in the final costume which is this body tight suit you know and then the tights and also shoes and she's going out and she's supposed to make this partner track because she's got a partner who's gonna meet her halfway on center stage and they're gonna do a dance number together. And it was all the couples. So we got 10 couples on stage. She gets out there and she's ba 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 And she goes and she looks at her partner and she shakes her head, nope, I'm not touching you. And she keeps going and she exits right off the stage. So she entered off the stage left, right off the stage right. She just kind of goes and she comes back and I go, what happened? She goes, I got a shit. I have to shit. And I don't know how she did it. And I just looked at her and I was just like and the addressers are standing there and we're all and I went, somebody help her. And the <laughs> girls and the girls all went, We don't know what to do. She took this bodysuit off faster than I've ever seen someone take a bodysuit off. Naked girl running down the hall to the bathroom. So this is the kind of stuff that you go through as a new performer (laughs) or new in the industry that this will give you the guts and like, okay, the show must go on. And that's how you go about it. But that was one of those days. I mean, so. I love this. It's very, yeah, it's relatable. (laughs) It's very
1: relatable. I mean, like, it's just, like, I don't know what the story has to do with anything, but I just want to tell it to you. So, but anyways. I love this because, like, yeah, in drag, when you have, like, 17 layers and you, your belly is fucking rumbling in the Bronx, you, yeah, yeah. You got bubble guts and you're like, oh, no, oh, no, no. <laughs> do three extra, four extra numbers. I'll be back. <laughs> do you, so do you eat in drag? Do you eat in face? It's weird. Um, my ba, I think my mind... And my body, I I don't know, you just, as soon as I get in drag, I don't get hungry. It, well, no, it's like, I just can't eat. It, it's, uh, but it's weird because it's like, like today, if I had to get in drag today, so I would have something light and nothing that would make me want to go to the washroom really like, or anything like that. So I'd probably have like maybe eggs or bread or like, you know, it, it's something like that, get my protein and then I'll get into drag and right away, my mindset, it just, everything turns off like because I'm going to wear a corset all this stuff and all I drink is water and then when when I'm you, done yeah your full go-go boy diet
0: like you and go-go
1: boys just sit backstage hungry <laughs> Yeah, know the end of the night or whenever it's done then mm. I'm like I take everything off and then all of a sudden this wicked hunger comes over and I'm like ordering everything does this place serve food like <laughs> it's like the first question I know and my, I get a free meal, right? Okay, uh-huh. it makes it warm at the very end, and then I eat it there.
0: It's so funny because when I dance at like Precinct, um, you know, before I dance, like on days that I dance, I'm like all very light eating, just because you don't want to be the person who farts on a box. Your butt is like head height. No, you know. <laughs> like, and so I like you know, so it's like eat a healthy salad, do this and that. Like those are the days that you are clean eating, and um, but at Precinct when you get up there and like I'll do like a barracuda. And there will always be somebody like, like either like Dusty, the photographer, somebody will come in there with like tater tots, like near the end of the night. And you're
1: just like, oh, they do serve food here, don't they? <laughs>
0: like, Can I get this to go, please?
1: <laughs> so many, so many drag queens, my friends won't eat in front of people either. It's just, it's so uncomfortable. Like mm-hmm. drag is weird. Like drag
0: is, but it's always fun to see the drag queens at like the end of the day, especially like on a Sunday the girls who are at LIPS who performed all day yeah. and then all of a sudden you'll see them at like 630 at like Mo's or one of like Hamburger Mary's just downing shots and having burgers and you're like yep the boys are back. Yeah. <laughs> we, you touched about this earlier about just um, people like leaving just like nasty comments and things listen mm-hmm. to this one that I got this week so. I, um, I posted that thing on on TikTok and it had to do with like nightclubs and just, you know, me thinking I'm ready to go back into a sweaty nightclub, you know. Mm-hmm. And then the last thing of it is like internally having a breakdown because people are standing too close. It's a funny little TikTok. It's got over 100,000 views right now. It's doing very well on my channel.
1: It's relatable.
0: It's relatable. So this boy comments just randomly. Yeah, I can't wait to get back in the clubs, but I hope all the old guys stay home. And then I'm like, wait, is that about me? And then somebody else posted, like, um, are you talking about the guy who made the video? Because he doesn't look very old at all. And then somebody else, and then he was like, and then his comment was like, well, I'm sorry that we have to invite dads back into the, to the nightclubs when things start up. And I was like, am I being called old? And somebody else is like, old bones. And I'm like, what just happened here? It is the craziest thing. So, like... What?
1: Are people like
0: this? I don't know. You just never know. And it's just like, I have a friend who just joined TikTok recently. And he had a video that went viral as well. And then somebody stitched it and they made this whole rebuttal to it. And they were just like, this is, you know, somebody who doesn't ask for consent, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, he was dating the guy. They were together. They was consent. But it was like this whole thing. But people always want to nick and pick and like, you know what I mean? And
1: so it's fucking sorry really really you can swear on here we got an e (laughs) it's really really stupid because it's like when when did it happen where people chose to feel sensitive about things because there's things that are actually offensive and which you should uh, like not say or apologize for and some some people just don't know but like like your video where where like why why would the guy make any comment like go make your own video why are you even on here
0: mm-hmm. but, you know,
1: I hope that all guys don't go back to the club excuse me who's paying you to give you your, your money at work like I know like, and at what? first
0: at first I was like I'm 39 I'm young I'm supple like, like, like somebody love me that's what i like think like like and then, and then that second thought I was like oh fuck him who cares and then I like looked at his
1: content I was like oh you got three videos go home <laughs> The people with like, just don't even know how to use the app who looks so stingy, like people on there, like when I, the Medusa thing came out, someone's like, uh, newsflash, this is a guy. And I go and look at his account. It's like, I feel it's a bot or something like, no, nothing, no followers, zero this, zero that. Like, like why even say anything, but I love the block button. It is my best friend block button solves everything.
0: It's so easy. It really does. Cause the thing is, is cause I just choose not to engage. Cause the thing is, it's like, I had everything internal, but I, and I just let the people duke it out. You know what I mean? Like y'all two can talk. I'm just going to sit back and watch because the moment that I get in there, then it's like asking for more and it's giving the person the attention that they wanted the validation from the beginning.
1: You feel like. Like, like. Sometimes I, like this week, I don't know if you saw my stories last week or this week or whatever, that person who was like, respond to me or die. Did you see that post? No? Oh, my God. (laughs) They were like, said something about the police should kill me and not other people. And if I don't respond to their message, then I I should die. Um, This person keeps on creating different profiles and sends random stuff to me. And uses all the girls from Drag Race, like Canada. Mm -hmm. And, And like, yeah. And so that was the one time where I was like, you know what? Let me just share it. And i'm and i told her and i and i know she watches my story or he watches my story i'm like anytime you send me these messages i will post them because you like to harass people and my people like to harass you so that's what's gonna happen but um supposedly instagram is making software that's supposed to recognize harassment and literally block those people out because it's like it's literally crazy the things that people say to you
0: well it's funny too because the thing is what instagram like picks and chooses what they want to like put down and take away and all that kind of a thing because right now like if you put like a suggestive emoji like if you put if you use an eggplant emoji or like a peach emoji Mm -hmm. you are most likely going to get that that content flag rude i had a meme that i posted that was like this funny thing you remember how like um It was like it was stupid. It was like one of those Disney things, you know, like where, you know, it says something secret inside of like, you know, the Disney movies, like the cover of of Little Mermaid wheels, like the penis, you know, that kind of a thing. Well, this had to do with, um, you know, Simba when he gets into the grass and the thing goes up in there and says sex or whatever, like the the dust is supposed to say supposedly says sex. Well, this one says send nudes. Okay. And I just put that on like my Instagram story. Cause like I have my Instagram stories are fun y'all. I'm just saying, but anyways, um, <laughs> but like it put it and then Instagram flagged it. They came back at me and they're like, um, you're not supposed to be soliciting, uh, sexual favors or sex, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I wasn't, it was a funny meme. I wasn't like, People send me pictures of your dick. I didn't say something like that. It was like a picture of Simba with this whole thing, and I was like, "What just happened?" And
1: I'm so be terrified because like I could have done that, and nothing would have happened to me.
0: Ugh. And then, but the other thing too is that they they clearly have a problem with gay men and gay men content. If you don't have six pack abs, like if you have a little bit of body fur, we're all getting flagged left
1: and right all it's, the time. And it's so stupid, and I, I like it's actually really weird that. What they're controlling and now online and stuff like that. Like you show your chest here, all of a, like I was gonna post. You know those dramatic videos where it's like, it's silent and then all of a sudden it has that dramatic music. Mm-hmm. On that that trend, the, the Bad Girls stuff. Club one. Yeah. Yeah. So I did. I did. I did one, and it says, "I'm like, hi, you're looking for a midnight snack? Well, snack on my pussy." And it, <laughs> like that's what mine said. Uh-huh. I'm fully clothed. Everything. And it's like funny. Delete for the breached um, guidelines. And I was like, whoa, that's so quick. And then I saw literally 10 videos of guys wearing silky, almost see through shorts with dicks flinging in slow mo all over the place. No one's getting flagged and they're the viral millions. I'm like,
0: what? I have, I I mentioned this last week. I have so many problems too with with TikTok when people are like, this is an app for children. And you're like, they're they're doing the wop dance. They're doing wet ass pussy as a dance, and like you're gonna say this is not for children. Like where is your cutoff?
1: Like I don't understand it. it doesn't even matter. It's like it's not just for children. You fucking idiot. And mm-hmm. that's why it's so easy to scroll on by or press not interested in seeing this content. Why are you talking to me? People, yeah. are like, I just zero to hundred. I get to cussing. I'm like you're dumb. Get off my wall. I'm gonna continue making my content. But here's the other side of that. When TikTok reads you
0: by putting something on your for you page that you're like, oh, you really know who I am today. <laughs> like, like, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes. you'll you'll get like a real thirst post, and you'll be like, oh, I guess I deserve this. <laughs> like, yeah, the, those those algorithms—they'll just all of a sudden you'll get caught up. You'll be like, why did it show me this picture of this woman eating a bologna sandwich? And you'll be like, I'm eating a bologna sandwich.
1: Or mind—they're reading your mind. <laughs>
0: completely okay so I have a question my um I ask a lot of people this when they come on and so what do you watch because you mentioned you know like when you kind of get in those like down in the dumps moments and that kind of a thing what do you consume what do you like what's food for your soul you know like like you're like Erica Badu says you know that food you eat no the food you know like <laughs> it wasn't still on me night it was like that you know but like what 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 really hits you when when you like um, when you're not feeling the best or whatever? Do you put something on musically? Do you put something on you
1: listen to? Do you put something on TV? What do you go, What's your comfort? Sometimes sad songs have uh, lit me up. There's an energy behind a sad song that that is very trans. Like I'd barely cry at things. Like when I broke up, had a breakup with my boyfriend. The the next day. Um, Adele released her song, Never Find Somebody Like You. That's the first time I ever cried in my life from a- Wow. It's the moment thing. But I like to go to sad songs because there is such an energy that's put into a sad song that you could relate with. And I don't know why it just lifts me up and gets me like motivated. I'm like, oh my God, this sad song's so like, Yizzy gives Um power. So I'm weird like that. Or I put on a video game and kill people. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, some Tomb Raider with an arrow uh-huh. from far away pick you off, like headshots. I love getting high scores in that kind of moment. So, I'm, like, yeah, I'm good. When I need to, like, <laughs> get in a great mood, I go to my video games or music, and I listen to, like, weird stuff. Some A lot of people like to send me music, too. i feel like, you should listen to this. Like, I discovered a song yesterday by Maggie Rogers. Mm-hmm. But it's like, who the hell's Maggie Rogers? Now I'm like, have her whole album on here, downloaded. I, I love old school songs too. Like give me my um, Donna Summers, Dinah Ross, like sometimes just a, a disco, a nice disco song just to really get you oh, moving. Yeah, to, to get you a little dirty in your soul, like to
0: get that little like thing. It sounds too like, cause when you say that you like sad songs, <laughs> I, I get that completely because the thing is, there's, um, there's a vulnerability that comes with sad songs that we don't always let ourselves feel and process, I think. Mm -hmm. And then I think the other thing, too, is it's maybe um, it's a release. It's it's, it's because the thing is, is maybe you aren't able to express like you were you had just broken up with somebody and you were feeling this sort of a way. And then the song comes along and it's like, oh, this is how I'm feeling. I don't have to put the words to it because this person did. Let me just sing this out. Let me cry this out. Get it out. And then you can move on with your day. Because I, I do see that, you know what I mean? It's like that old, Um, remember that PR boss, Kelly Catrone? If you have to cry, go outside. You know, she had, she had this book and it was like, if you have to cry, go outside. And then the thing is, it's like, get your cry out, then come back in here and handle business. And so, and I think that that's kind of like, that. that is strong where you come from, like, you know, as somebody who, you can find sad songs and you can find a push a growth out of them that's like that's cool do you listen to vincent do you know who that is
1: oh my god yeah when he was on the four i uh-huh. was like How did he not win but anyways i still follow him his voice and yeah I, yeah he's somebody
0: who i feel like you two need to do something in a collaboration like i need to see you like as his love interest in, like, a movie, in, like, in like, in, like, in, like, a video. Like, wow. that needs to happen, because, like, his music just takes me, you know? Like, yeah,
1: he's great. He's great. He's, I, he's so good. A few of his videos, I've, I, I've seen a, a lot of representation. Uh, I, a few of my friends are in his videos, too. So I think I, I you know what? I believe you. I'm going to give power to that uh, idea, and I'm mm-hmm. going to wish it into existence. <laughs> put it out there because I just I feel like there's like this
0: weird thing between like his energy, your energy. I don't know. I'm not a witch, but I'm a witch. Let's go with it. No. <laughs> so that's funny. Like okay, so what do you watch regularly? What's something that you kind of like just put on and that you are you a Drag Race girl? Because I know you don't watch the the Housewives people. What else do you watch?
1: Um, I only I didn't used to uh, watch Drag Race because um. I didn't, at at points, when I first came out, I didn't find it relatable to me because I was so doing production, live live dancing and stuff like that. And the show's very personality set. Um, And then just the lip sync. So I didn't get it until, uh, I think I really paid attention when I saw Shangela um, on her season and she came back three times. Um, Just then and then the episode and then the seasons with a uh, Shake Relay and uh, Sasha Velour like I really started paying attention I started started seeing different different um characters and styles and fashion and everything so like then my drag started growing with that because I got to see these people from all over the world and how they viewed their drag and stuff like that and I just found it the show is so important so this year I've been so on it, just like with the UK drag and then this season drag uh race. I've been it's been uh, a lot and we've had yeah. season 13 lasted forever. Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like
0: yeah, so. I did. I did. Were, were you happy with the outcome? If you haven't watched yet, you guys come on. <laughs> <laughs>
1: For whoever's listening, like it's like all over everywhere. Um, you know what I loved about everything? Um, I know some people uh or some people fans didn't like the fact that candy kept on staying but for one thing she made great tv and for a second thing she her tears of of hustling her tears every time she cried and had a, a a personal moment it was like it's of her struggle hustle and determination and that for someone who has been beaten down or thought they couldn't do something. She was a great example of fighting, fighting for. So like I loved the story arc or whatever her journey. I loved her on this.
0: I yeah. I actually I I I cheered for her. I mean the thing is is the, seeing her fight with Tamisha, I think that was a thing for a lot of people. They were like, "Oh, that's it." You know what I mean? I loved
1: it. It changed her. It yeah. changed. It was a, because like you people people this generation likes To cancel and not forgive. And it's like, how do you grow if you you can't make mistakes? Mm -hmm. They got in a fight, people get in fights all the time. I'm I get in fights with people all the time. I say things I don't mean, but like you're mad in the moment. It just it's what you do afterwards.
0: Well, also they're making a TV show, people. And that's the other thing too that I kind of find like frustrating with some people is that drag race is a TV show. They kind of they know what they want, they know what they want personality-wise, what their what their lip syncs are gonna be. Everything is orchestrated there, that everything has a touch of a producer and a writer on it. And so she was amazing TV. We would not have been talking as much about anybody else and everybody would have been like, it was boring. It was boring, it was boring. She came
1: in and did what she had to do. That show and- was not boring at all this season. The, the amount of patience I had for like, Every moment there was like a joker or twists and something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I felt it for those girls. They were literally in the race. Like they were, it was Hunger Games.
0: it was it was talent this year too you know what i mean like and that's something i would say about your season of canada drag race is it was talent there was good people uk did the same thing is that they did find really good damn people you Mm -hmm. know and they do have that narrative too because i remember like because uk they had what was her name scaredy cat or whatever who was like it was it was her first gig remember not bad for a first gig and it was like yeah she hasn't been doing drag for long but the they wrote this in. They wanted this new girl to be exposed to this and let's let her sink or swim, yeah. you know? And so, and you never know what you're going to get because when you have a girl like Shangela's first time, she'd only been doing drag for like,
1: she didn't know how to do her makeup. Yeah. said that. It's mm-hmm. like, like, I just think she's such an inspiration. It's like, you're a great TV, you're amazing host. You are inspiration to everyone. Like, yeah. So yeah, I really liked this season and I like the, the, I like the top, um, four I, I think everyone in it
0: i think candy did a good job too in that lip sync between because it ended up candy going against rose yeah. you know and i thought that was it was the right call candy did win that lip sync you know what i mean it's like this is the report cards are all in now it's the final lip syncs and that's really what we're going to base everything off of i yeah. think you but know rose, that's
1: Rose's gonna be booking like she's talented sings amazing looks great like is a good, phenomenal dancer. Ro- um, Rose is a Glee kid. Rose is going
0: to work. She is yeah, going yeah. to be. She's. We, we're going to see her on the West End. We're going to see her on Broadway one of these days.
1: No, so we, like literally, we are. Like she's probably even writing her own Broadway musical for. Like it's being constructed for her. She's a, actually a great talent. So the, it, it's people need to think about the long run. It's like yeah, we're on a show, but what are you doing after with your fame fortune? What are you doing? How do you... How are you creating a future for yourself? How are you leaving a legacy? So I th-
0: I think I saw something too earlier this week, and maybe it was Bob or whatever. Was it Bob who called this? Bob the drag queen. But when Rue was like, You're gonna be on all stars because you're the queen who when I call, they're gonna come. You know what I mean? And it was just yeah. very much like, like, yeah, you're not winning this, Rose. You have to come back, please.
1: <laughs> you know, you know um yeah no it was just such a beautiful season and it was so inspirational and fashion 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 with that that mattered especially Simone like she the mindset she had and she took brilliant chances because like you don't know how long you're going to stay on there Mm -hmm. you know like you just don't know how long your journey is like anything could happen like like for example Jan like I thought she was going to make it to the top four I was so shocked that they thought she should go home and so it's like you can't really predict the show. And so I'm just happy for all their journeys and especially gotmic I had the chance to meet her when I did the commercial in LA. We got Ooh. to hang out and him sorry, got to meet him. And um he is amazing. His run was amazing. Like got to see him on the show and actually, you know, show his true self. And I, I he's Honestly, he made, he made ripples. He made waves in the community. And I'm just, it is the, ex- the exposure of it all. You know
0: what I mean? Like the fact that like, he was powerful. Mick, it, you know, got Mick really just, I think he changed the game. He's gonna change people's perspective. I think it's it's now giving a visibility to trans men. Yes, And also queer identity, because like he even stated, you know, that when you see on TV, it's usually when you see a trans person is either Barbie or Ken, and there's nothing in the middle. And the thing is, is that, you know, as I do, that so many of our friends sit in that middle spectrum of the non-binary, the gender of like, they're just who they are. (laughs) And just take the person for their, for what you see. And like, you don't need to always give it such a label, you know, and like, it doesn't have to be that precious and that's what Mick did was Mick was just awesome and authentically themselves. you know what i mean and like and and he came in there and just moved it forward so
1: that's exciting you know it, it, it was a beautiful beautiful show i'm very happy like mm-hmm. i how RuPaul's going to top it this next season i don't know but um i'm really proud of the winner and all of them all of them are great do you think <laughs> so, so I'm, do you th- What I want to (laughs) see,
0: like, this is like my my forecast. They're probably not going to do this on the regular seasons. I think the regular seasons are still going to have their, you know, mini challenge, maxi challenge, do your runway. Now we're going to judge you. Top two. You know, we'll give this person their prize. Top in the bottom two, we'll lip sync it for their for the life. That's the re- the standard. You know how everything goes right now. And then All Stars has always been like a little bit of a a, 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 a toss in the air of how they're going to be running things with. Is it going to be All Stars rules where the girls all vote off? You know what I mean? Like where the girl where the girls get the lip sync, you know, they lip sync for their legacy, not so much their life. And then they have a the, the lipstick where they reveal who they're sending home. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've still played it very nice up to this point. You know, we've had those moments of like shock and awe, like when Naomi played, you know, when she got rid of Manila, when it was like the, the you know, the, the face crack of the century of like, you know. I was shook life's not fair you know what I mean like like there's that and I'm waiting for drag race to come into that zone of like that survivor of like having alliances and you guys got to start voting people off who was the weakest and you know this week
1: what was that show the mall Uh uh-huh gonna do like something
0: like that one time I, i'm wa- i'm waiting for it like i i'm ready for that to happen <laughs> like and i think it'll it'll shake it up enough even if they just do it for one season see if the people like it you know survivor has done weird things you know and like and these other like big brother kind of a tv shows and so i wouldn't mind seeing that on like drag race and just kind of seeing what people are really about who really are the friends <laughs> like, yeah, it'll be so drama <laughs> yeah who are you really threatened by? Like I'm waiting I'm waiting for that. <laughs> right? It would be cute. Are you right now do you want to promote anything? What's going on right now in the futures?
1: Um so we're in stay home order so until like middle may or end of may so right now i don't know what to tell you guys <laughs> uh, like stay tuned i will be i always update my instagram which is ty banks uh, my website again is www.tynomibanks.com um there's merch there and then we will be having like little newsletters that go out but um i know that i'm working i can't quite say like say it yet because it's not happened yet but i know i'm working towards some type of outdoors performance um it's happening in june so that's what i'll say um the wording hasn't been put out yet but i know i will be you'll be seeing me outside <laughs> like, so a dragcon con 2022 do you think you'll, you'll do like a um w- would you come and do Chinomi at a dragcon? con do you want to do a booth or anything like, yeah because like all the things i missed out i i'm not trying to miss out on them like i would love to do that like i think i think it will lend uh it'd be a great opportunity yeah we got to get you down here just because like oh yeah i'm gonna come f- to you first before drag probably <laughs> <laughs> okay <Yeah>. so <laughs> we have to like um, um
0: you did yeah i got my first shot
1: uh last week thursday so i'm happy
0: awesome are you what are you for pfizer modona or what are I, you at astrazeneca up there one. astrazeneca Nice, you guys are
1: like, that's hope. Didn't it feel good? Yeah, almost emotional because like I literally was gonna come to LA because you guys were giving them out like lollipops and go get my vaccine. (laughs) And I just couldn't because I have, which I'm lucky, I had these gigs that are actually in studio here and it it was hard to reschedule them. Um, But I was able, they announced like people 40 or who are about to turn 40, which I'm about to, um, could get my shot and so, I'm thankful for being 40 soon (laughs) same thing girl I got I I ended up getting mine
0: um I got my second shot on April 6th and it was just like it's it was like a relief and it was just kind of like thank god this is like an end we're gonna see like the finish line here coming up and so you're right it's
1: gonna it's gonna come back so hard girl it's just gonna like and I see... I, mean, I want to do everything. So, like, let's definitely stay in touch because, like, I want to pump to the States and see you and have fun Kiki up, you know? You could show me the bears that you know, and I want to know them, you know? Absolutely. We're going to take you on a bear tour. You have to, like, through the wilderness. I could like twink every time bears are on me, and it makes me feel so cute. I love it. Right? Right? Like, whenever you have, like, somebody who's just a little bit bigger than you, are like, I'm petite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like six, six. I'm like, oh my God, I feel like a punky booster. I'm like so small.
0: Thank you guys so much for tuning in to Bald and Bingeable today. Tainomi has been beautiful having you guys, having you guys, having you on. Thank all you. <laughs> all the personalities, they're all in the room, you guys. It's like crazy. But you guys, make sure that you guys check her out on Instagram at Tainomi Banks. Get the Black Lives Matters merch, get the other merch that she has. Keep an eye on this one. The world is like gonna open up and she is going to open up. Her legs for bears, but other stuff too. Yes, yes. she's cat, 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 cat right now. Like what she was just doing. Follow me uh, on D'Angelo Gogo on Twitter and Instagram. You guys can follow me D'Angelo on TikTok. Find us, love us. If you have something nasty to say, keep it to yourselves. Make sure you guys like and subscribe, Bald and Bingeable, whatever platform you're listening to it on. Make sure you guys give me five stars on Apple Podcasts because that means a big deal. If you want to say something nasty, leave five stars. You can leave whatever you want. Anyways, thank you guys so much. This has been another episode of Bald and Bingeable. Thank you, Tainomi Banks. Mm -hmm. I love you. Love you too. Good night
1: from the lower level. Good night from the lower level.